Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now, please welcome... It's time for the Bradford Files, right now on WEI.com. Well, I'm fortunate enough to be joined today on the Bradford Files by Dustin Pedroia. Dustin, how are you today? I'm doing great. That's, how are you? Um, I'm fantastic. First of all, do you, you, have a, you have a new house. You have a brand spanking new house that you moved into uh, at the end of last year. Do you have a water slide in that house? Uh, no, no water slide, man. So what's the um, what's the luxury item? Um, I mean, it, you know, it's got it's got a weight room, a batting cage, um, got um, a track so I can run runner, you know, run some some field turf, and it's got hot and cold plunge. Um, you know, like this is stuff so I need to get ready to come play baseball, man. So you don't so you don't leave your house. You don't. You do everything right there. Um. Yeah. Well, it, it, this year is different. I have. I had to. Uh, I had to get up uh, and go to rehab before uh, I start my workouts and, and stuff like that because of my, you know, thumb rehab. Uh, but then, then I'm back home, man, doing all my stuff at home. So that's a perfect segue. So how? What? What is the status of your thumb? What are you? Are you doing baseball activities? Where are you at with that? Um. No, dude, I feel great. Um, I'm um, actually driving right now to uh, see the doctor. Hopefully, this is my last checkup. Um, and but no, I've been uh, I've probably been doing a little bit more than I'm supposed to do. So, but I feel great, man. There, there's no, haven't had a setback one time. Uh, gripping stuff's not a problem. Um, swinging a bat's not a problem. Catching a ball's not a problem. Um, so I'm, I'm excited, man. This is. It's good. I mean, last year, you know, playing, it felt like I didn't have that grip strength in that in my left hand. So, to have it now, it, it, it's a good feeling. Uh, so, have you have you you swung a bat? But have you been hitting at all, or is that coming up? Um, that's actually none of your business, man. Okay, that's fair. Because right, I know I know I know that's gonna that's gonna turn the tide on whether you win the pennant or not. If you tell me if you've been hitting in, in January. <laughs> I don't want to tell you any information because then if somebody actually listens to the show, you know, I might get yelled at. And I already get yelled at enough, you know. Um, so I. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just, I'm, 
I feel great. You know what I mean? Oh, so I, I get it. You've been hitting, but you haven't been supposed to be hitting. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I, I had to take a couple off the tee to see how it felt. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, all right. So you talk about how it feels now compared to when you when you were playing. Tell me, t- tell me exactly how that felt. In in you talked a little bit about it at the end of the season, but can you describe exactly what you weren't able to do when you swung a bat? Uh, as late as the playoffs, as late as the World Series. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, it, it was just a it, like a it's an uncomfortable feeling. Like you, I didn't have any, I didn't really have that much grip strength, and I was fine at at the contact point. And then the, the only tough part was um, kind of finishing your swing, you know, because you had to turn, had to turn you, you know, your follow through, you turn your left hand over, and your thumb kind of rotates and. Um, that was one of the things that, you know, that that was the problem all year. I mean, it wasn't at the end or things like that. I think, you know, even from the beginning, I tried to – you have to figure out a way to, to get through it and, and kind of adjust on the fly. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't feel any different, you know, the first game to – or second game to the end, you know, the last game of the World Series. I mean, you know, it, it's just – Obviously, you get tired because you play so many games, but um, it was just the grip strength and the follow-through were, were the things that, that that were tough to do. Did that translate into not being able to, to pull with power, or did that translate into having to go the other way? I mean, how did that change you as a hitter? Um, well, I mean, it, I mean, basically how I generate my power, I put every ounce of everything I have in, into – you know, driving a ball, um, and when I'm not able to do that, obviously, you know, I'm not going to hit the ball as far. Um, you know, when I put, you know, when everything's in, in rhythm and in sync and, and I can put 165 pounds in the ball, it's a lot better than, you know, whatever, you know, the strength that was taken away, you know, you, you can't you can't drive a ball like that. So, you know, I had to make sure I was uh, smart, understand the count situation, um, you know, and, and not take as many chances to, to drive a ball out of the park because physically I didn't, I, I, I didn't feel like I could do it that much. So so we, obviously you, you chose not to have surgery. Was there any point as the year went on where you, you actually said, hey, you know what, this is getting really bad. You know, maybe that wasn't the right choice or maybe I'm going to have to do something different? No, no. I mean, I understood. I mean, you know, I did it to myself. I'm the one that split head first in the first base. My team shouldn't suffer for me, um, you know, getting emotional and diving in the first base. Uh, so, you know, and not, not one time, yeah, sometimes it hurt, but, you know, I, you gotta, you got to figure it out, grind, grind through it, and, and try to find a way to, uh, to impact the game. I mean, that, that, that was my mindset from the beginning. The uh, and just to clar- just to clarify in terms of you don't have to tell me if you're hitting or not, but just to clarify when you hit spring training, it will be there any restrictions at all, or will it be all go. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they have a plan for me or anything. I mean, I'm just. I mean, I I wouldn't think there's any restrictions. Um, you know, I feel I feel good. I've been in. I've, I've talked to to John a lot. Um, talked to Rick. Uh, I saw Dan. Uh, Dan came out, our, our, our rehab guy came out and saw me early on in the process. And, um, you know, he he was he kind of told me that at the stage I was at, like, man, you know, you, 
you look great. I said, yeah, Dan, I'm ready to start hitting. <laughs> and he goes, well, he, you know, he goes, whoa, 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 you know, you're, you're still, you know, a long ways from that. So, um, you know, hopefully there's no restrictions, but if there is, I mean, the goal is obviously to be ready for, for the season and, and to be as strong as possible. So whatever they have planned and whatever is going to help the team out the best, that's what I'm going to do. To switch gears a little bit, your name was brought up uh, the other day at the Boston Baseball Writers' Dinner, an event I know that you uh, enjoyed the one time you went. Right? You only went one time, right? Um, I actually think I went twice, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I only remember the time that my, you and Mike Lowell tore it up. So, um, uh, yeah, so that time, but John Lester was here. And yep. everyone was asking John Lester about his contract because that's what we do. That's what everyone does in the offseason. They identify the guy whose contract is running out, and you ask him about it. Uh, and he kept bringing up your name and your contract and, and being an example of just wanting to play in one place and maybe leaving a little bit of money on the table because you want to play in that one place so much. So what the question I have for you is – when you when you approach that and you want to play somewhere so bad, how difficult is it to separate wanting to play somewhere for the rest of your career and knowing the business aspect of it, having gone through it now? Um, you know what? It's a it's a little different. I mean, everybody's case is different. Um, I mean, in my case, I mean, I I knew that that uh, Robinson Cano was going to be a free agent. You know, I think. I don't even remember now, a year or two years before I was. So, um, and, and knowing the type of player he is, and, and I mean, every single team is going to want him, you know, the contract that he could sign could be, obviously it changes my market. Um, and, I, and I just felt that if I got into a situation where he signs a humongous contract and, um, you know, my time came, I didn't want to get to the point where the Red Sox, you know, uh, he, you know, I didn't want to be the guy that that you know they felt like they couldn't pay me that, or you know they didn't want to, or something like that. My main goal was the I wanted to be a Red Sox. It's the only team that I, I I've known in my life, and it's my family. I mean, my you know, it, it it's it, it means it means a ton to me to play in one place in front of the same fans and and year in and year out try to find a way to accomplish our goals and. Um, you know, so, you know, I, you know, you have to talk, obviously your family is a big, big part of that. You know, you talk to your wife and, and kids and things like that. Um, but, but obviously my main, my main goal and, and my family's main goal was, was to be a Boston Red Sox forever. And, 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 you know, thank God it all, it, it all came down and it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it seems to be that that seems to be the case more times than not with, with guys who are playing in Boston. They want to stay there recently because they know they're probably going to spend money. They know that they're probably going to have a pretty good chance of winning. So when you hear John Lester talk this way and you've talked to him and you've played with him for the entirety of your career, um, so that probably doesn't surprise you what he said about his his, his approach to the contract. Yeah, I mean, I honestly I haven't seen what he said. Um, but just playing with John and knowing what type of guy he is, I mean, he's he's – very loyal. He's a team guy. He 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 works the right way, and and his mindset's always in the right place. So, um, you know, I'm not even knowing what he said. I mean, I, I could have an idea of of what he wants and and what he wants to do. Yeah, he said he wanted to stay in Boston. He said he said that uh, 
he would as long as he was paid more than Dustin Pedroia, he didn't care. Uh, that that's yeah what, yeah whatever man it doesn't matter. Man. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. He didn't say that. <laughs> I'm probably his height when I stand on my wallet anyway. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, but you but you know we're talking about again guys seem to want to stay here and and a guy who. Um, who everyone perceived as the ultimate, hey, he'll go wherever the money is. And I don't think that entirely accurate was Jacoby, Jacoby Ellsbury. And even, I mean, you know him. It, it, at the end of the day, he, he took a contract that everybody would have taken. It was impossible to turn down. But I don't know if you can talk about exactly how much he wanted to stay in Boston because I think he did. Oh, yeah. Ells did for sure. I mean, it was – you know, I I talk, shoot, I talk to him all the time. He, I went out to dinner with him last week, and he's I think he's, him and his wife are coming over tomorrow or something for dinner or something. Uh, I mean, I talk to Els all the time. I mean, you know, he got a, he kind of got in a situation where, you know, he, he I mean, Els is a great player. I mean, what he does on the field um, changes the game, even if he goes over four, and you know, he's really not a factor. But his name in the lineup, I mean, those those are you know elite players, and and he's one of them. So. You know, he got an offer that he couldn't refuse, and and I, I don't think anybody in the world would fault him for 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 going where he went. I mean, I you know, it, and you know that's that's that. I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, that guy, you know, he played his butt off for us. We we won two two championships together. Everything was was great, you know. But you know, after once the season starts, you know, I I hope his team doesn't win. I mean, that's that's just how it goes, you know. But um, no, we're we're friends. We're close, just like just like all 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 of my teammates. I mean, we're you know you're in it together. Your family, you go through the the ups and downs, and um, and then the business side. You know, you, you you wish them the best. You know, another teammate and friend you have is David Ortiz, and and we were down in the Dominican, and he started talking about his contract a little bit, how he wanted an extension, and then he talked about it again yesterday. Um, and we've been through every year with David talking about this, about how he really wants to stay here, but he really wants these extensions. And, and can you relate to how he feels? I mean, that, I mean, can you sympathize with, with what he's saying? Because again, he's, he, it's the same sort of conversation we've seemed to have with David Ortiz for four of the last five years. Um, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I could feel him to the, 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 the part that, I think everyone doubts David. Everyone, everyone thinks, oh, this, you know, this is going to be the year that, you know, he doesn't hit 30 home runs and drives in 100. This is going to be it. You know, he's he's getting older. You know, the only one who knows that when that's going to happen is David. And and just by the way he's talking, the way he's working, um, just his mindset, everything, it's not going to stop. You know, and 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 it, it feels like, you know, I. I I love the fact that he always has that chip on his shoulder that he has to prove people wrong, and and um, and that that's I love that about him. I love David to death. I mean, if I mean whatever he's in my opinion, whatever he wants. I mean, for God's sakes, he had 900 in the World Series. You know what I mean? I mean, he's 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 one of the guys that when we walk into spring training, you don't even have to worry about what he's going to do during the year because you, you you know it's already it's already done. And all you got to do is press play. I mean, you—you—it's perceived that you and David are kind of leaders of the team, 
is it does it surprise you that that it has gone year to year to year for the most part for the last whatever it has been four or five years? Um, you know, I I, I don't. To be honest with you, I, I hate the business part of baseball. I mean, I really do. I mean, I, I, I don't – I just flat out don't like it. That's why, I mean, I, I'm thrilled that I don't have to worry about it yeah. for the rest of my career. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't look at David as how much money he makes or, 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 you know, what kind of numbers he puts up. I look at David as what he brings to our team and, and, and how he's going to um, help us accomplish our goals. And it goes a lot further than him just being a DH. Are you pretty optimistic about this team right now? I mean, it's hard not to be. You have most everyone coming back, and you won the World Series. But having gone through it last year with some uncertainty heading into last year, do do you have a have a pretty good vibe about what you're what are you going to be diving into here in about a couple of week weeks? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're you know we got a lot of returning guys. Um. You know we. Uh, I mean, we have L's, L's left, uh, dirt still unsigned, uh, salty left. Um, we made some, made some, made some good, uh, moves to try to, to try to overcome from those guys leaving. Um, we added some bullpen pieces. I mean, we, we and our starting pitching staff, everyone's back. I mean, you know, we got, we got everyone back. I think the hardest thing for us is going to know, uh, you know, now knowing every, we have a bullseye on our back. Everyone's coming for us. We're, you know we're the World Series champs. Everyone, everyone wants to 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 do that. Um, so we got to work just as hard, or we got we got to work ten times harder than we did last year uh, to fight everybody off and try to do it again. Do you I mean, do you, rem- do, you, do you remember that feeling back in two thousand eight? Yeah, yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you you don't want to show up and play a game and not get the other team's best. You want to get their best every single time. It makes you better. It makes your team better. Um, and that's the only way to compete. The, la- the last question is: uh, we had we had Jonathan Papelbon on the highly rated uh, Hot Stove Show, and um, yeah. a- and I asked him. Um, I said my biggest disappointment this off season was the fact that you guys uh, did not, as far as I know, didn't get a chance to go out in the woods and, and hunt Sasquatch. Number one, has that happened? Has there been a change of course, and has that happened? And uh, will it happen if it hasn't? You know, it didn't happen this off season. It, we kind of got a late start. Stupid um, World Series. Yeah, great reasoning. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. If we never went Sasquatch hunting until you know for the next eight years, I'm fine with it. Um, so, but we will do this. There's been a, there's a show on TV, the ten dollar ten million dollar bounty for Bigfoot. Have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> How's it going? I, I I got them all T-boat. I'm gonna watch them all in one day, like a like a. <laughs> You know, like go on a bender or something, and that's going to be my bender. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I have to know, and, and I know that he has a statue in his house of Sasquatch, and you guys talk about it a lot. And and he he actually says from where you grew up, that's like the hot spot for Sasquatch or however you want to say plural. Um, but what, why why do you actually think that these things exist? Well, what do you mean, why? Well, what proof do you have? What do you mean? What proof do I have? <laughs> I don't know how else to. Do you, have the, do, you, do you have Google? Yes. I have Google's the I have things. the Google. Google some things. Okay. okay. This isn't like a made up creature that's like twenty feet tall. Okay, this isn't this isn't a movie. Okay, Rob, this is real life, man. And they're out there. 
All right. So, right. so what? They kind of have your body frame. <laughs> Mus- tall and muscular. No. <laughs> well, I mean, well, so what was what was the moment where you said that I, I that this is a real thing? It was I went it as up a- to the redwoods. Went up to the redwoods when I was a kid. You know, my dad wanted me to show show you know when you drive through the redwood tree and all that all that stuff. And and they had a big like I don't even know like a museum deal. They got photos. They got they got all kinds of stuff, man. So I've been on a search, man. All right, all right. Well, you know how how could I argue with that? You can't <laughs> listen when you, when you and Pat believe in something. I guess that we just have to follow your lead. Some guy said he shot one. Oh wait, 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 wait. First of all, there's there's a couple things wrong with that. Number one is that if he shot one, yeah, where is it? And number two, is it, that would be, uh, I would imagine that's an endangered species. Well, no, because you think it doesn't exist. Okay. So, all right, it comes back to my first point. If he shot one. So, why, so I, don't, I don't have time to argue with you, but how come in 1980, Washington had a Bigfoot on their state, like, deal? You know, how, you know, welcome to, you know, California, and they got, like, this, you know, the the yellow flower thing, or, or welcome to the Sunshine State, or, or or whatever. Yeah, they had a picture of some Bigfoot on there. How come they had that, Rob? Because the Harry and the Hendersons just came out. Wasn't filmed in Washington, was it? <laughs> yeah, it sure was. Seattle, was Seattle. Why don't watch Harry and the Hendersons, Rob? <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right. Okay. All right, I believe I, you. I believe you. Okay, we can talk about this on another time because I actually go live my life. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. That's but fair. We'll continue this Bigfoot talk later because I got a lot, of, lot of deals about Bigfoot that's real. Okay. Well, Dustin Bedroya, thank you for joining us, and uh, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Keep your car looking its absolute best year round with 303 cleaners and protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy to use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Home to all the jaw-dropping moments. Home to all the best plays in the league. Home to your favorite players from the cities you love. MLB.tv is the home of streaming baseball. Home or away, catch all the MLB action this season with live and on-demand content across all your devices. Enjoy MLB Big Inning, select pregame and postgame coverage, and an expanded library of highlights and content. Never miss a moment of the action with MLB.tv. Stream every game from every team all season long with MLB.tv. Blackout and other restrictions apply.